Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. This is your captain speaking. Uh, super happy to have Shannon Howard on today. Welcome, Shannon. Thanks for having me, Andy. I'm excited to be sure. here. No problem at all. Uh, Shannon's the Director of Customer and Content Marketing in Tellum. Prior to Intellum, Shannon's been at a number of organizations. I went to your LinkedIn profile today and I went like, uh, I wanted to see more experience. And it was like, show me 16 more positions that you've had. So you've had a lot of experience, a lot of experience in the customer marketing space, right? And I've seen you've worked at companies, for example, like Litmus, for example, which I've also used before as a product in the email marketing, right? Um, having used Litmus before, customer marketing manager at uh, People Groove. And as I mentioned before, you're now the director of customer and content marketing at Intellum. Before we get into it, Shannon, tell us a little bit about what Intellum does. Yeah, so Intellum is an enterprise learning management system. So if you're going to go learn about, let's say, how to advertise on Amazon or Facebook or, or I should say Meta or X or something like that, right? So not just those, not just advertising, but if you're going to go learn something, you're going to go, the content is hosted within our platform, kind of administered through our platform. Um, so that's what we do is we kind of power learning. Awesome. Awesome. So some of those companies that you just mentioned there, are they customers or are they, uh, they are. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So we actually kind of built the platform along with, with some of those customers. So meta blueprint was kind of one of the first customer education programs, educating advertisers on how to advertise on, on at that point, Facebook now meta. Nice. And how many customers do you guys have? Uh, that's a good question. I guess it's larger customers in our customer base. So, and then kind of within that accounts within those accounts. So a little hard, honestly, to tell you how many exact customers, because there are so many business units within each of the customer accounts. Sure. That makes sense. And each business unit is based on then ge geographies and different things as well, I suppose. So it's, mm -hmm. yeah, the, the, those monster accounts like a meta or an X. Mm -hmm also known as, or formerly known as, the artist formerly known as Twitter, like they, I, I would imagine that they're very complex customer organizations that have many different sub-organizations within the organizations that you're probably also working with. So yeah, it'd be interesting to dig into that actually, because seeing as you focus on that customer base, that that's your, that's your playground, let's say, as a customer marketer. Sure. Um, how is that landscape to navigate with those monsters? I mean, monsters in the nicest possible way, of course. I mean, let's call them whales, whales, right? Yeah. So I think it's interesting, right? Where customer marketing really looks different depending on is, are you more down market? Are you up market? Are you mid market? And so the approach for each of these accounts is a little different. So we have some down market accounts that are getting more like scaled communication, scaled connection with our customer success team, and then also relationship with marketing. And then we do have these larger accounts, many of whom have a dedicated strategic relationship manager. So they're not an account being managed by like one person managing multiple accounts. We have some relationship managers who do that, but we have some people kind of dedicated to these larger accounts and navigating within. And so customer marketing in that case is helping to kind of equip and enable those people, whether it's with, you know, product update communications or different enablement materials to help them sell within the organization. We're going to be working next year on 
we're calling them like buyer summits, but kind of going into an organization and presenting about and tell them and what it is that we do and how other business units within the company are using our platform just to kind of build awareness. So the approach has been really different depending on the customer, but I definitely think when you have an account of that size, you're doing more kind of one-on-one -on -one high value, high touch relationship management. And then customer support, uh, marketing in that case is a little bit more, how do I enable, empower, and equip you to serve this customer really well? Interesting. Okay. Like that, on that buyer event piece that you just mentioned there about going to other business units within the same organization, how are you getting that organized? Like who are you leaning on from the customer side to be like, hey, we want to come pitch to the rest of the business. Like how, how are you, how's that conversation coming up? Who's facilitating it for you, et cetera. Right. Cause I'd imagine mm -hmm. at a company like Meta, for example, you're probably standing in front of, I don't know, a couple hundred people maybe presenting the solution or I, I guess, right. I, I don't know. You tell me. Well, it would all depend on each organization, right? Like how many business units they have kind of who's invited to the event and each customer is a little bit different. A lot of those are starting from like a champion within the organization. So we're very fortunate. <clears throat> I realize this coming here to have some really great customers who really love us and want to do stuff with us. I've I've been in some roles where you're really trying to find someone who's going to go advocate for you or who's thrilled with the platform. Some of these customers have just been with us for a long time. They love the platform and they, they want to go talk about it and share the great work that they're doing. I also think a lot of customer marketing and advocacy is is making other people look great, right? It's not just about us going and talking about our platform, but like, what are the cool things that these other business units are doing? How do we share that internally so that they look really great too? And so I think finding those champions within the, the organization, and we do have some really incredible relationship managers and executive sponsors within the company who are working to build those relationships and, and kind of create those opportunities. Got it. So you need to work very closely with those customer, let's call it customer success managers. So how are you getting close to those guys? What's the, what's the secret sauce? Secret sauce. I don't know that there's a secret sauce. It's just talking to people, building relationships with people. I think a lot of customer marketing is getting to know other teams in the company, what those people's roles are, what kind of their pain points are, what their goals are, and then how do I help you, right? Because customer marketing, I think, is really a function of, of scale and support, right? How do I empower, enable, and equip sales with the voice of customer materials to go sell? And then how do I partner with customer success to provide enablement materials, marketing materials that will allow them to nurture and grow existing accounts? So yeah, just, I guess, meeting with them, uh, going to their team meetings and meeting with people one-on-one. -on -one has really been key. Got it. Okay. Sometimes I've had the the issue with the customer success team and that they always feel as though marketing wants something from them, right? Rather mm -hmm. than it's it's hard to turn it around whereby you're like you're like, oh, I'm actually helping you, right? Unless I guess it depends on how that CS team is set up. If they're very sales focused or sales driven, then you can help them reach mm -hmm. their number, I guess. And that's probably how it's working at Intellum, correct? So we have different responsibilities of growing accounts between our sales team and our relationship management team. I want to say I, I have heard <clears throat> some people struggle with customer success relationships, and I get it from the sense of they're protecting their book of business and their customers. They don't want people coming in and trying to grab references and case studies and inundating people with messages and communication. 
Um, and that's where I think that partnership is really important and building that bridge early on to kind of get to know what are you doing and how do I support that? How do I, I don't want to co-opt your efforts. I want to provide kind of air cover for your efforts. So really working with them has been key. And in each customer marketing role I've been in, I think I've you know, had the privilege of being really close with the customer success team and being able to partner with them instead of, hey, I'm going to market to your customers. And they're like, wait, no, stop emailing people. Stop reaching out to people. Hmm. I like that account, you know, even right now, there are some, we have some customers that we would love to engage for, let's say speaking, but I'm, I'm there. It's on hold because some of those accounts are in the middle of maybe an expansion deal or they're in the process of getting acquired. And so, you know, we want to be sensitive to that where I just have a list and it's on my calendar to circle back, but I want to be respectful of that. And that my desire to get a story out there, or find an advocate isn't more important than the relationship with the customer. Got it. Got it. Okay. Let's take a slightly different route here or similar, but slightly different. What are your targets as like somebody that's, that's managing customer success or managing, sorry, customer marketing. Is it around, actually, I'm not going to even, I'm not even going to pave a road there for you. You tell me what they are and then we can dig into it. Yeah. So my team does content communications, events, kind of brand and customer. So we have targets for both of those on kind of the brand awareness and content side. And then on the customer side, a lot of that right now is around harnessing the voice of the customer through different channels. So through review sites and through case studies. Um, we just recorded actually our first video customer story the other day, which is really exciting. So we're that's really where we're trying to capture more of their voice and share it. And so that that's our primary metric right now is around harnessing that voice of customer and using that to, as part of our marketing campaigns, as part of our sales outreach, to really have our customers speak for us instead of us speak for the customer. Got it. Got it. In any of the organizations that you've been working in, has there been any revenue focused goals for you mm -hmm. as a marketer or as a customer marketer? Yeah. So when I was at Litmus, the customer marketing team serves two audiences. So they have total ownership of the down market self-serve audience. And so in that case, it's about account retention and expansion and the revenue generated through the self-serve customer business. And then my role was also to support the enterprise um, customer success team and managing those accounts and growing those accounts, retaining those accounts. Um, so the revenue goal has largely been around both retention and then also some expansion. That makes sense. So when you're talking about retention, you're probably talking about net retention, right? And and that, well, is it was your was your number based on the net retention goal of the organization, or how was it split? Uh, based around net dollar retention. Net yeah. Dollar so retention. looking at plan movement turnover, but ultimately, you know, are we retaining the majority of our business? We might lose a few accounts, but if we're expanding, you know, and replacing that revenue, that's understandable. And where you, I. I I'm super interested in this because I think it's hard to track, right? Were you, was it, was the marketing efforts then seen as a separate effort to the sales work or to whoever was being the commercial owner of those accounts to look to expand them? Or was it like, Hey, we're working together with the CS team. Therefore our target is 118 as a net dollar net retention rate. We need mm -hmm. to all aim towards that. Or was it like, Hey, marketing needs to deliver this and mm -hmm. CS need to deliver that. How was it? How was it broken down? 
I think in most roles that I've I've been in, so right at Litmus, they do have that self-serve audience. And we have a self-serve audience with Intel, and we have a content authoring product that has a self-serve business model. Um, today, customer marketing isn't involved with that, but they're making a lot of really exciting changes there that I'm excited to get involved with next year. And so that is more, you know, about the retention, net dollar retention of, of those accounts. On the enterprise side, Typically, and this has been my experience, I know everybody's trying to like point to revenue, but customer success or relationship management or sales, whoever it is that owns the expansion of accounts, owns that number. And then marketing is supporting. So it's a little bit more influenced revenue um, and also creating the materials that, you know, I always say empower, enable, equip. I'm a big fan of alliteration, but that's, you know, my job is to kind of tee you up to be successful in those conversations. So customer marketing doesn't own the number because we don't you know, sell the customer, but we provide the resources and materials to um, help them to do that. Got it. Got it. Thanks for that. That was a, good, a very good explanation. Appreciate it. Okay. Just in terms, you mentioned your team before as well. So you've got a team that's mm-hmm. focused on sharing the, the voice of the customer and you've measured a couple of different roles in that team. For example, yourself is also focused on content, but you've also got people that are focused on events. Is that team, in addition to a new business team, is it also uh, is it also taking people from the new business team and having them focus across two different, let's take your events person, for example. Is that mm-hmm. person focused on uh, new business events as well as existing business events? Or how, how is the team structured? Is it two different marketing teams? No. So we have one marketing team under a fractional CMO right now. And it's broken into product marketing, demand gen, and then this customer content marketing, which recently I heard more organizations are kind of splitting it out that way. So I'm feeling really good about what it looks like. And then from there, we are actually working together as a team to grow um, accounts. And, And so that's been a really unique privilege. I think in a lot of organizations, customer marketing is its own like one person team, small team, kind of doing your own thing, post-sale, nobody really knows what you do. You're trying to educate people, but that focus is really on new logo acquisition. Let's take our events person. They're they're organizing trade shows and sponsorships for new logo events, but then they're also working on coordinating customer-facing events and virtual events, webinars, roundtable conversations that we're having with customers. So they're doing both. Um, for myself, I'm creating content and, and communications for both prospect audiences and customer audiences and even demand gen, right? And we're, we're kind of figuring this out. And to me, it's never really about, okay, who has sole ownership? It's who has the talent and the skill to do the thing, right? So our director of demand gen predominantly focuses on new business, but is going to be running account-based management, customer account-based management campaigns. Um, next year within our accounts, because that's kind of in his wheelhouse. It's something that he's working on. And even our director of product marketing, our product marketing team, they are doing voice of customer interviews. They're reading out our roadmap to customers. They're meeting with strategic accounts. So we each have a little bit of a role to play. And I do think that's pretty unique for marketing teams. Um, Typically you'll have, you know, one person or a customer marketing team that's just doing their thing. And then you have kind of the rest of the team focused on that new business. Um, But as a team, we are, you know, my title might be customer marketing, but we each have a little bit of a role to play. Got it. How big is the marketing team there at Intel? 
We have about seven people today and then a few okay. freelancers, agency support. Okay. So nice and lean, basically. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Well, hey, look, um, the last question I have for you, and then, then uh, we can uh, we can move on is, is the uh how do you get close to the customer so what's what do you have a i know we've sort of spoken about getting closer to your cs org but like mm-hmm. getting closer to customers because essentially if, the closer you can get to a customer the more i mean it's in a nice possible way the more you can get out of them right the more that you can you can lean on them for support let's say so what are you doing as a marketer in order to get closer to your customer i like to be creative and also cast a little bit of a broad net. So we have um, events, these, we call them roundtable discussions, but they're kind of like virtual meetups. And so our customers are coming to that. I'm pretty engaged and active on LinkedIn. So I'm connecting with our customers there. They're, they're following me, engaging with me on LinkedIn. And so I'm able to build a relationship there. And then, I mean, again, have a great sales team, great customer success team that are, that are close to the customer and willing to make those introductions. So they'll, they'll say, Hey, Shannon, I just had a great conversation with this customer. Can I introduce you? And so I just have a kind of a coffee calendar set up to meet with people one-on-one. It's not a promise that we're going to do a case study or anything. I just want to kind of get to know who are you, what are you working on, what cool things? And then maybe there's an opportunity from there. So meeting with people one-on-one. And then I think a tool like Gong is really helpful and insightful. If you can get access to the notes from customer calls or listen to customer calls, right? We don't have to necessarily go talk to people one-on-one to get that voice of the customer. We can go listen to things that already exist. Got it. So just that tool that that you mentioned there is Gong and by the way, G-O-N-G. And that basically is a, it's a revenue intelligence tool is what they call it. But it, it basically, it, it records all sales calls, all customer calls, so that you're able to go back and listen and also gives you, it also interprets certain things that have been mentioned uh, throughout that call, gives you some notes as well. So some things that may have come up more often. It also, I think it also detects tone of voice and stuff as well to be able to say what's really important to people when they mention certain things on a call. So it's a very, very intelligent tool. It's a, it's a really cool company actually gone. I, I find them fascinating. I think what they're doing is awesome. But um, also a really good tool for being able to, as you said, sit back and, and look through some of the conversations that have been had to understand what the problems that are being solved by your product is for the customer. So if you're doing anything around the, the lines of like messaging work, positioning work and stuff like that, it's really, really interesting to be able to prove some some hypotheses, right? When it comes to new messaging or positioning, uh, because it's basically how are our customers talking about us, right? You can go back and listen to it hundreds thousands of hours of recordings about the problems that the customers have and how you're solving that and how they see that right so mm-hmm. super interesting but yeah, yeah shannon t- thank you so much for that look we've come we've come up on time now but uh it's been super nice speaking with you and really really interesting to learn more about customer marketing and um, where can people find you you said you're on linkedin so uh that's 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 a good place to find you i guess it is probably the best place to find me now yeah Good. We'll make sure that we get that shared in the description. And uh, yeah, thank you so much again. It's been great speaking. Guys, this has been another episode of This Is Your Captain Speaking. Tune in again next week for more great content. Thanks again, Shannon. Yep. Bye, everybody.